it's Sally here. Just a quick one, just a quick one. If you like this really sweary podcast by Kalechi, sorry, Kalechi, do remember to rate and review Say Your Mind on Apple Podcasts, okay? Now for the very urban intro music. <laughs> it's the Ben's Punani woman, this baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this. If you sit down, sit down, receive this realness. Make sure your cup's ready for the tea, we are go sip it, yo. Hard time scrolling for your long shorts. You might learn something, you never know. Collect you find, and she's one of a kind. Don't say you mind, say you mind. Wagwan. No song this week because I'm exhausted and I just thought, you know, record the episode, get it done. It took me ages to get left to sleep. So I just, you know, I'd already pulled the card before going to see to him. Uh, and the message seems very clear. I just pulled them and went about my business, really. So here I am. It is me, Kalechi. Welcome to another episode of SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What, that's right, suck your mum. And many people need to suck their mums as far as I'm concerned. Um, You know, for those who've listened to the emergency episode, I felt like it was super necessary to get that out to you, man, because I know that a lot of people felt dejected, they felt upset, and I just wanted to just you know, give some words of hope, really. And I listened back to it myself, as I usually do to the episodes. And there was lots there for me as well to, to you know, I'm always saying like these card readings also serve to benefit me later on. So, um, yeah, I, I hope that it resonated with um, a lot of you and I know a lot of you have messaged me and said that it had um, or it did resonate with you so I'm really glad about that so uh, yeah trying to get this out for Monday um, as usual and today I think as I've mentioned in previous episodes before um, today's the anniversary of my dad's passing so that's 15th of December and Today's been an interesting day, as in the Sunday. Um, it's been an interesting day, like reflecting on that, reflecting on how much my life has changed. And I'm always saying to you lot that I feel that he has, he's just so present spiritually in my life and it makes me extremely happy and I think like simultaneously sad. But, um, you know, big up man like Michael, absolute Don, original baby boy, two slaps on your chest my g you know because um great guy great guy just 10 out of 10 would definitely recommend him as a father just you know it's a babe babe so yeah it's it's felt a bit sort of mm, today a, a multitude a culmination of different feelings so if i sound a bit like low energy wise it's just because like I said I'm exhausted on you know which is unusual for me but I don't really feel like being here but just I like to be consistent I like to be disciplined and do what I say I will do so that's why I'm making sure I make this episode even though I could have gotten away with the fact that I already made the emergency straw episode on Friday but I do feel like after this one I might not make anything for the rest of the year because like I'm saying, like I use this sometimes 
well, this is a love letter to myself. It's um, it's a journal. I always categorise it as personal journals on um, Spotify and Apple and them, man. Um, yeah, so for that reason, I'm just like, you know what? I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off and I'm exhausted. And if I my mood changes and I feel like, oh, I can record something two episodes before the end of the year, then I will. If not, then I won't. So I've um, deleted um the app social media apps off my phone because i find them exhausting like you already know i hate dms um just because you never know which one's going to be like oh thank you for all that you do or just something funny and which ones are going to be like oh my god look this thing is happening can you speak about that as if you're not fucking tired enough can you come and speak about this as well so that's just yeah exhausting and I remember mentioning at the live show that I was tired then I didn't even want to do the live show but it turned out to be such an incredible event so thank you to everybody who came through and all of those who watched on YouTube and listened to the um, episode on you know um, audio I was really surprised by how many people ended up listening to it because I didn't think that because of the sound quality people would want to but you know you you lot seem to enjoy it and you said that the energy was great so thank you for that and obviously big up the receipts podcast Audrey, Milena and Tolly for uh, for coming through um thank you that was a massive surprise and um yeah it meant a lot it meant a lot like real recognize real thank you so so much uh thank you to everyone that came to the live show like I said like the energy was off the chain and I really enjoyed that I really enjoyed that and it really made me think about the fact that um a talk show would be great I mean acting will always be my main focus but if I had a talk show red couch talk about my so you mad um share your magnificence straw of the week all of that segment all of those segments still there but then have a special guest every week who is there to promote something whether it's a book or a film or whatever or just you know somebody in the industry whatevs um and then after interviewing them they get a minute to say what they saw what's on their mind I think like it's a great structure and some people have suggested oh well why don't you just do it at your studio do a pilot episode and get it out to tv networks and see if they're interested and to be honest I don't give a shit about networks and all of the industries in this country anymore I fucking can't stand them all because the misogynoir is so deeply entrenched within every fiber of their existence that it just exhausts me and I can't be asked so thanks for the suggestion but can't be fucked so yes that's that um why don't we get into the tarot then so the tarot for this week the first card i pulled is the five of pentacles and it's funny because as i was um, pulling the cards i was just like what what's the energy what are we focusing on leading up to christmas leading up to the end of the year and this card came out and if you are familiar with the tarot um, cards five of pentacles you see two figures walking in the snow and they just look sad and cold and they're walking past the church window that has five pentacles on a stained glass window and um yeah in this lisa cell deck they it still looks really cool but 
I always think about literally the fact that people feel like they've been left out in the cold. Some of you feel like, well, I know I do. You feel like you've been left out in the cold and there's this kind of illusion almost of poverty or you're worrying a lot about finances. You're worrying a a lot about what will happen next if I do this, like really second guessing yourself, but ultimately feeling lonely, ultimately thinking like, you know what, I don't have support that I would need. And for the fact that it's always done, um, this uh, this card is always designed like outside a church window you know, with the stained glass, it kind of makes me think about, oh, you feel like, oh God, why have you forsaken me? But God will never forsake his baby girls, baby boys and baby non-binaries. Like God will never forget and forsake a real G. So, but there is that feeling of feeling like, oh, nothing's going my way, feeling left out in the cold, feeling lonely, feeling like, yeah, hard done by. And yeah, just that sense of feeling cold, not not embraced, not, you know, loved by whatever it is. And when it's um, pentacles, I think about, again, establishments, industries and um it might be your workplace. It might be your bank balance. I don't know. But that's for me, that's the vibe that I have um currently just like. I feel like this country is so fucking cold, like in terms of attitude. And obviously we've seen that with the election results, but also in terms of the various industries, like that's why so many people, so many black creatives end up running off to America. Not to say that America we know has its, its you know, top tier madness. It's a, a plus, 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 plus madness. But when it comes to black creatives, I guess there's more chance, more space for us to actually get, looking out there and so people are running out there and then they have to make it out there to come back here and to have any sort of fucking respect from the industries in this country and I remember putting on Twitter last week that I refused to run but then I thought about it and I was just like why not because you know fuck this country fuck this shit you know but um so yeah the five of pentacles has that energy and it um the next card that came out is the ten of pentacles in reverse which is pretty much like everything you want like you're halfway there but you're not deep in it you're not deep in it that you're almost there to that thing that's going to make your heart sing that's going to make you feel successful like you feel like you're so far off from it that that is where the frustration is and maybe that's a read self-drag because I do sort of wonder sometimes like when is it my fucking time but you have to remember that your time is now like every day every breath you're taking is your time because no nothing is guaranteed nobody knows tomorrow so make the moment of this you know make the most of this moment and literally seize the day like use up every second that you have because that's literally all that you know that you have you don't know what's coming um around the corner but at the same time I do ultimately believe that you know wonderful things are just there are just around the corner and you can't see it right now which is why the the ten of pentacles is in reverse because you're just like well nobody rates me you know I can't be asked my workplace doesn't rate the work that I put in rare 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 so I must be far away and you're not you know you're not we're not we're we're really we're much closer than we think and the reason we might feel that way is because seven of swords card comes out I mentioned this when I um, did the live show that seven of swords card came out and I was saying that some of us aren't appearing as who we truly are um but in this instance I'm reading it as the reason that we feel that way is that there are bare ops ops all around bare ops around the place bare you know, best snakes around the place that make you 
second guess yourself. People aren't appearing to you as who they truly are. Um, some people are making it out like, oh yeah, they support you. And actually they're just sabotaging your you from a close range. And not every advice that you're given is given with a pure heart. Some people are giving you advice as it were, or tips as it were to derail you because they can't imagine achieving all the things that you have planned for yourself. They can't see the vision that you see. So they move like snakes and they say things to undermine that vision that you have so that 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 lends to the feeling of oh you know I'm out in the cold nobody rates me um you know and you feeling like you won't be successful at the things that you um the things that you've dreamt for yourself, the ambitions that you have, but you have to remember that these people are snakes and it will never be well for them. And they're only projecting how much they hate their fucking selves and they're putting it out to other people. You, you have to reject the energy that is not your own. And sometimes when you feel a lot, which I tend to do, like I can be around people and be like, this isn't my emotion, but I'm feeling it. Whose emotion is it? You have to give people back their fucking emotions, give them back their things. Like if it's not yours, don't hold it. Yeah, there are friends and people that you can hold space for and loved ones that you can hold space for. But if you're not, you know, willingly holding space for someone and they're dashing energy your way that is clearly not your own, dash it back, my friend. Dash it back into their rascal face, you know. Like, I have been reading feedback about, like I said, things that I've been working on. And sometimes I see like black women have written their own and written feedback and I'm like you're a fucking op you're an op that's what you are you're an op you're 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 a saboteur that's what you are because you you're in these establishments and where you should be picking up other black women that are clearly excellent instead you're there trying to to twist knives in because you feel inadequate in yourself and you get gassed over being some mini gatekeeper but the gate will shut on you too that's what the gate will do to all of you nonsense people that don't want to rate your fellow black women and we're going to get into that um further shortly but the advice is from spirit guides from god the advice is trust your intuition because the moon card came out the, um you know as a major arcana card because the other ones were minor arcanas so it's saying like you know these are day-to-day things that happen just because we're human these are day-to-day things ha- that happen but we have to remember the celestial impact the overarching energy of our lives and that is the moon remember remember that just because things you can't see your way clearly you have to still trust your intuition that you're on the right path like you're doing the right thing don't let any fucking idiot any fucking snake make you feel like you're off course you're not off course check in with yourself and if you know in your heart of hearts that you're doing what you feel like you've been called to do then you carry on down that path and fuck anybody who doesn't like it yeah and that's why the moon card is there because many times in your life you're going to be tested and you're going to be tested in far greater ways than this one that will probably make you think raw maybe i am in the wrong but you have to always remember like it's not you it's them. Give them their things. Give them their feelings back. That is not yours to hold. Like, so the moon card is there to just be that reminder. And I think we've got, is it a full moon in Gemini on Thursday? So um, from what I've read, it's about talking. It's about expressing ourselves, but also being measured in how we do so. But just letting people know, like, I'm not that, I'm not that prick. I'm not that prick. And I refuse to accept this because it's not mine. Even offers that you've been made, if it doesn't align with your chakra, it's like, fuck that. I don't want that either. That is not mine. I'm not taking things that are not worthy of me. How about that? 
So it's remembering all of those um, aspects as well. And when you trust your intuition, the next major arcana card that flew out is the sun and they, they follow each other. So that, you know, there's the moon and then the sun comes out. um, What is it? Crying may endure for a night, but um, joy will surely cometh in the morning. That is the, what came to my mind. It's scary. It's scary to trust your intuition and to just be like, "Mm, against all things that people have said, I'm going to go this way. Because you're always like, oh, am I being a dickhead? Am I going the wrong way? But you're just getting that reassurance that no, whatever you feel in your heart of hearts is what you need to do in your life. Trust, trust that it will work out for your good in, you know, in at the end of the day, it'll work out for your own good. And that's why the sun card came out because there'll be, you know, there'll be so many new opportunities, new opportunities that 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 align with who you are and who you are destined, who you are evolving into being. And for some people that might be an actual child, you know, after saying, no, I don't want any of this stuff. I don't want this relationship. I don't want this job. It might be an actual child. Maybe you have time for a family, but for other people, it might just be the fact that you then tap into your inner child. You tap into your inner child and you see the world again with fresh eyes and you're able to have that joy that joy that children you you know babies have where they literally have no worries they just see the world as um, you know this playground and you get to see that again um, rather than being bogged down by just the fuckeries of society so when you trust your intuition when you break away and do the things the way you want to do it you 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 give yourself you revitalize yourself and you rejuvenate and that's probably what um a lot of us need and and messages are coming for some people uh, messages are coming in before the end of this year because the last card is the eight of wands messages are coming in that's going to probably get you to travel that you'll probably be going somewhere but opportunities are coming good things are coming in and maybe it's just you know download spiritual downloads you're going to be getting many messages Um, from the spiritual realm or you're going to literally be getting messages from people that you haven't heard from in ages um, or people backtracking after not respecting your gangster whatever it is before the end of the year you are going to get positive something positive that comes out of all of this fuckery but you have to trust your intuition that you are on the right path and you have to find that childlike wonderment and some of you have to consider your inner child when you're making certain decisions that's probably the other aspect of this like feeling left out in the cold and I talked about this at the live show um, live show sometimes people make decisions in our professional lives um and all that it reminds us of is like oh I'm not good enough I'm not good enough and that could be more of a childhood wounding that's coming back to the surface you have to be the one to mother that inner child that wounded child and be like no I'm gonna stick up for you this time and you are enough you are enough and I'm gonna stick up for you and I'm not going to let you accept less than your worth that is what I'm going to do for you this time round I'm going to champion you um and a lot of us need to be that for um for ourselves and that's definitely you know me after saying that that is what I plan to do if I know that something isn't worth my while I'm not going to accept it because oh you know that's what other influencers and them man are doing no I'm not an influencer first and foremost like don't take me for an idiot um what does my inner child want my inner child wants what 
she deserves and it's not this no matter how many compliments you put on it and I used to get that a lot as a child people would compliment me compliment me like my mum would compliment me compliment me but then ultimately what she needed me to do or what I was being asked to do um didn't match the compliments didn't match my worth but I would do it anyway and be resentful the entire time you can compliment me as many times as you want but if what you are offering me does not meet the value that I know that I bring to the table you can all go suck your mums I'm not doing it so that is pretty much you know what I got from the tarot um well from the Lisa style deck from the say your mind affirmation card deck the card that I pulled was the universe clicks like on my visions of manifestation. Look at that. This is the card that appears when your guides want you to know you are on the right path. Your visions of greatness are supported. Keep going. And that is such a motherfucking word. Your visions of greatness are supported, not somebody else's visions of greatness for you because they can't see as far ahead as you can see when it comes to your own life. So you, what you envision as what your greatness, that is what you have to stand by. Not, but, not about what anyone else tells you because firsthand I know when I deep it who has done as much as I've done show me my white equivalent show me somebody who has um acting directing doing all of their creative stuff and at the same time has a um, a pole dance studio that's been thriving for going on four years like a physical studio that's been thriving for four years yeah that's that's been featured here there because of its excellence because of my excellence that's done all of these things that's made the societal the cultural impact that I've made the way that I've used social media show me my rascal white equivalent show me and then show me what they would get offered in situations similar to mine I'm sure they'll be offered loads more. If there was a white equivalent of me, like she would fucking be running this country. Let's let's all be clear about that. But because of my black skin, people want to talk about, oh, wow, yeah, Colette, she's wonderful, but we just, you know, um, you know, it's a bit risky, you know, so that's why, you know, we're offering this. Fuck what you're offering. Fuck it. Fuck it up the ass. I don't want it. Thanks so much. So remember that that the the universe is clicking likes on your visions of manifestation you are on the right path i am on the right path we are on the right path and we can't let any motherfucking body make us feel like we're not so then from the lisa um, from the marcella kroll um oracle deck the first card that flew out it actually came out twice i thought it wasn't for us and then i put it back and i shuffled again and it like literally flew out and fell on the floor the first card is number 23 jealousy It says here, envy, jealousy and bad vibes. (laughs) This card comes as a warning that all is not as it seems. Or maybe it is. There may be some jealousy being presented or projected at you at this time. Fear, um, fear not. This warning is here to provide you with enough distance to take the necessary action to protect your heart, mind and energy. Or perhaps the good old compare and despair monster has got you wishing or longing for what another is... um, what another has or is doing sometimes the jealousy is within you this is a power time to check in and see where you may be feeling inadequate or like you're missing something meditate to shield oneself from negative thoughts envy and or jealousy and it says here nazar is a word deriving from the arabic language meaning sight surveillance attention and other related concepts an eye-shaped amulet is believed to protect against the evil eye it's funny because I've been looking for an evil eye amulet for the longest time and I haven't been able to find one that I like. I want the hand of Fatima. 
um, like um, the hand of Fatima, evil eye, amulet. I want it so badly, but I've looked on Etsy and all of them things and I don't like anything that I'm seeing on there. But you have to ward yourself off the evil eye and you have to be careful. We all have to be careful that we're not looking at other people's lives going, oh, well, I feel like that's what I should have. And I'm always strict with myself about that. If I see other people doing things and I'm just like, oh, you know, I feel like I should get something similar. I remind myself, no, 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 no. I want what God wants for me. Always remind yourself that you want what God wants for you. Don't be that motherfucker that scrolls past people's achievements because you can't bear to think like, oh, wow, you know, that wasn't given to me because it wasn't yours. God, God cuts our blessings according to our size. Yeah, that wasn't your own. And you should pray that it's not your own because I feel like part of the reason that people come at me sometimes so strong is because they think oh you know I've got all my shit together before recording literally before recording this fucking episode I was just crying my eyes out why because I'm exhausted and I'm just carrying a lot of energy that I need to dispel of and obviously considering the day being um the day that my um dad passed away there's just a lot and then professionally as well seeing people trying me and trying to take me for a prick um with you know new ventures and things like that and knowing that ultimately I'm going to tell all of them that I don't want it. I'm walking away from every single offer. I'm walking away from every single offer because none of these offers match my worth. And that is a big step to take because I know that my peers, my black female peers, most especially, everyone's accepting the deals that come their way. They're all accepting it and they're doing happy to announce, happy to announce. I'm not happy to announce a fucking thing. I'm not happy to announce a damn thing because when you're just happy to announce and making it out like everything's hunky-dory, everything's perfect and you know that it's not, you're actually putting other black women at risk because they'll think that that's what they want to and they'll enter into the same industry and be given and be offered the same shit. No, I don't want it. If it doesn't match my worth, I do not want it so people see that and they're like oh yeah you know she's got all of her stuff together so it's then me that they want to bring the wahala to or send me dms about can you speak about this because they clearly do not see that i've got enough on my fucking fucking plate and if you notice recently i've posted more on social media about oh this is what i'm doing you know straps or pole dance i'm doing this like clearly i'm channeling my energy towards things that are healing me yeah you still want to send me things of trauma like oh speak up about this i don't want to fucking speak about it and what's mad is that you man that listen to this um podcast you already know how i feel about these things but people who don't engage with all of my platforms and they know me on one platform are the ones that will be sending me nonsense because they haven't bothered to fucking check about everything else and they're just like yeah she's got an endless capacity for trauma let's go and give it to her that's partly the jealousy that's partly people thinking she's got it all together so we can give her more i don't want it okay so the next card that flew out with it was focus number 24 like literally it's funny because the sun sorry the moon and the sun came out together in the tarot deck and then this came out 23 24 came out together as well and it says here if you've been feeling scattered now is the time to hone in on your desires time to be direct and very clear with your intentions watch your thoughts because you are drawing into your life what you are focusing on meditate on this card when you want to clarity and directness in thought and speech symbol bow and arrow the bow and arrow have long been used as a weapon for hunting and protection now used more for sport it is with great focus discipline and sight that one becomes a skilled archer i feel like this is an important thing as well like being very impeccable in your word which is what i know that i have been gifted with so 
when dealing with words and wanting to share words, having other people go, oh, well, we think that it should be this way. No, 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 because you didn't get me this far. I got this far using the words the way that I use them and I'll continue using them that way. And no one, nobody, no motherfucking body is going to tell me any different. So I know that that's also why I've decided to just delete the social media apps for a little bit because I'm tired. I'm drained from seeing messages. I'm drained from like articulating things, all the fuckery that's happening and writing it only to get a DM. Well, actually, I'm just playing devil's advocate. You don't have to play devil's advocate. The devil can advocate for the devil. Like the devil doesn't need you. The devil has been doing this for centuries. The devil doesn't need you and your incompetent unwashed ass to come and advocate for him. Like the devil is so fine without you. But instead of saying you're the devil's advocate, why don't you just go, oh, hey, I'm the devil and I've come to come and say this because you're the advocacy for what reason? advocacy for what reason who told you that there was a job vacancy you prick and so many people want to do that even people that I know personally professionally want to come with oh but devil's advocate um you know the reason that such and such got this deal as a white girl was because she did but nobody asked you because that's not even that that means nothing right now nothing whatsoever you're just confirming that the person has privilege in the way that I said that they had privilege initially so I just thought no I don't want to interact with humans because even the well-meaning ones are pissing me off so I took the apps off so I have time to just focus on what is happening in my immediate life and not taking on all of the burdens of what's happening societally. I feel like I've done enough of that. I feel like I've done enough for this year, for this lifetime, to be honest, but I know that there's more to be done and I'll re-up, I'll re-energise and I'll be back on this thing. So that's that for the cards this week. Um, Cool. So in terms of share your magnificence, I think I've got a couple of letters. Yeah, I've got um, a couple of letters. So let's get those. Let's get those up. It's wonderful that you're all sending me things still. And um, although I said I don't know whether I'll necessarily make an episode before um, the end of the year after this one, do feel free to send me some of your favourite episode quotes and which episode and which um, episode of the podcast it's from. Maybe I'll put together a best of thing and put that up so you can laugh your head off maybe that's what we do so first letter and remember if you want to send letters in send them to sym at kalechiokafor.com that's sym at kalechiokafor.com don't dm me because it pisses me off um hi kalechi i found your podcast relatively recently after hearing the amazing girls on the receipts talk about you book 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 I haven't looked back since and it makes Monday mornings worth getting up for. You have a fire inside you that we all need to get us going for the week ahead. I want to nominate you, Kelechi, for Share Your Magnificence. I love everything you stand for, but the thing that resonates with me the most is your openness in speaking about mental health. I read your chapter in the It's Not Okay to Feel Blue and Other Lies book and it left a lasting impact, so much so that I've set it as reading for all of my students. Wow, thank you so much much thank you I teach psychology um, from them reading this many have now become interested in racism in psychology and therapy which came at the best time maybe it was a sign from the universe as a few of them have now made that the main focus of their UCAS personal statements which I hope means that there's going to be 
um, in the near future a lot more people from ethnic minorities um, not only studying psychology but actively working towards making a change in the deep-rooted racism that exists within it. This has now also become a real focal point of mine. I have recently begun studying for my counselling diploma around the same time I found you and if all goes well I should qualify in four years. The process is long but I can't just quit the day job so my passion will have to see me through the hardships of teaching and studying but I now have a fire in me to do this and be a counsellor that is aware of any unconscious biases I have as a white woman and to ensure all have access to a safe place where they feel listened to and respected. It hurt my heart to hear you were not given that when you sought therapy and I will always have that as my driving force to be better and to do better. My students have even quoted you and the chapter you wrote in their personal statements so I hope that they will soon be professors reading your book and working to actively working to actively make a difference. Oh. Why are you crying? Hmm. That's very beautiful. I'll carry on. Thank you for being a voice to young people who are navigating their way through a world that isn't always friendly or inclusive. The students I teach are almost entirely from ethnic minority backgrounds and mental health is something that is far too stigmatised in their families and communities and it is so hard for them to be open about it, which is why it's impressive. Um, It's imperative, rather. Um, We all talk about it and make it less of a stigma. I teach psychology and sociology, so try my best to make um, make it a norm to talk about our mental health throughout my lessons. But the students need more people who they can relate to to make it seem okay. As um, I know that as a white teacher slash woman, I'm not the best voice to be heard when I don't and when I won't experience the biases and the stigmas. I truly appreciate the work you do and I value so much how you um, how much respect you have for yourself as it is empowering for everyone, baby girls, baby boys and baby non-binaries and people of all ages. Thank you and congratulations on your wedding. You looked like the queen you are. So much love for you and yours. I won't say your name if you don't want me to. Um, well, you haven't said I shouldn't, but I'll, I'll just save it. P.S. If this ever gets read out, I'll be playing it on blast to all of my students like the fangirl that I am. Wow, that made me teary. Oh. Thank you for that wonderful, uh, wonderful, wonderful message. Thank you so much, Um it's yeah thank you so much that I know many people haven't gone to buy um that book in terms of people that follow me they not many people not not loads of people have mentioned it but I know um the people who have have said how deeply impactful it is and I don't want to just um I mean I'll see if I'll see about getting an essay printed elsewhere I'm still looking into that about getting an essay printed elsewhere so some of you who um haven't had a chance or don't um, for, of not financially able to buy the book for some reason or other you can actually get to read the essay as well but um, when I was approached about writing the essay I knew exactly what I wanted to write um, just because we don't talk about um, suicide or suicidal attempts or suicidal thoughts enough and it's important I think that because everyone knows how I hate the term ethnic minorities, but I know that that's what we use, um, generally speaking. But um, 
black children, young people, adults, black people generally need to know that they aren't mad and um, that they can, that even if the support systems that have been given to us in this country, they don't necessarily support our well-being in the way that they should. We should still try to access some of them in some way just to get as much as we can get because honestly, this society wasn't set up for us. This, this, this um, country that we're living in wasn't set up for us and we've any aspirations we have to rise will always be beaten down. And that's why I said, you know, when I was talking about industries and things earlier, if you don't have a strong sense of self, these motherfuckers will try and beat you down to the point to make you second guess what you know that your community needs. No, my community needs this. They need to read these things that I'm writing. They need to see these things. So don't tell me about, oh, you know, you don't know how it's going to do. I know how it's going to do. I know. And so therefore I want, I only want to be offered things that reflect the success that I know is possible for this thing. And anything other than that, I don't want it. So to other people, it might be like, woohoo, woohoo, look at all these things that I've got. Look at all these offers that were made to me. No, because none of them match my worth. So I don't want any of them. And we have to be brave enough to say that's not good enough for me. I know what I'm worth and that's not good enough for me. So when you play this out to your students, um, thank you for recognizing your whiteness, your white womanness, and and looking above that, through that, and trying to do as the best that you can for the students that you have that are, um, you know, from marginalized communities and things like that. I just want the students to know as you're listening to this, it's not, um, it's not, um, a coincidence. It's not, you know, a, a mistake. You are destined for greatness. You are greatness. All of your UCAS applications that you're putting in, all of you are Ross Clark Dons, like you are going to do such great things. You need to be the change that we need. You need to be the ones that shift this culture around around mental health, like get people talking about it, care about your own mental health. When you go home to your f- parents, your families that don't understand why, why do we need to talk about mental health? You know why, because we can't be great without checking in with ourselves. We can't create the world, a better world. If we don't create that world first within ourselves, within our souls, we have to start inside first and therapy just helps with that. So as you're all going forward to do the great things that you're going to do in this life, never forget that, that you are the greatness that we need. And no matter how challenging it is, when you do start your studies, you know, your next level of studies and things like that, always remember that you are necessary and you are divine. Like, big up yourselves and all of you two slaps on your chest in that classroom. Well done. And thank you. Thank you for writing in. So my next, um, hitting the mic, my next letter for magnificence where is it i think someone sent me let's see i think it's this one um yes it says here hi kelechi i hope everything is well with you i feel in my spirit that i had to write to you because the live show truly warmed my heart it was perfect everything was on point and felt right just hearing it i can feel the great energy and then seeing it was even more powerful i'm not used to writing to people because i'm always afraid to bother them and upset them because it was not the right moment let me just say that if you write to sym at kelechiokafor.com it will always be the right moment because i'll always read it when i'm ready to read it if you send it to me in my dms yeah that's probably going to annoy me 
Um, with a new decade looming, I do a lot of reflection and SYM helps me a lot to keep discovering myself. First, I already told you before that you inspired me to go to therapy a little bit more than a year ago. And it is something that I need to keep doing. When you talked about your process with your therapist, it really moved me. And I know that that's what I need because the Virgo in me needs to straighten things out. Also, the people talked about various things I think about, like self-doubt, developing your, my sexuality, dealing with my natural hair. You really create created a safe space for black women around the world. For 2020, I decided to fully choose myself and my happiness. I don't have to shrink myself to be less threatening to people or sacrifice my health to help others. As of now, I decided to not entertain a romantic relationship with my ex anymore. He's a very depressed person who don't who doesn't want anything in life. He has no hope or vision for his future, really nothing. I can't be responsible for his happiness and it was hard it was a hard lesson to understand because I tend to mother everyone in my relationships, especially my close circle, but it is so draining. He wants us to live together and have children, but he's not ready and I'm not going to sit in the corner hoping for things to change. I'm afraid that by choosing myself, I'm a selfish person and you know the guilt put up by an African family, but I will do what's right for me and from now on. You make us feel comfortable to be ourselves and to take space, not looking for an escape. And it's so freeing seeing how seeing you grow and analyze the world. I also liked to know that you have a great support system because I tend to fear daily for hyper visible black women and their well-being because I wish for all of us to flourish and not to have you as our sacrifice. I also wanted to thank you to, uh, for, to, for helping me my spiritual journey and little things like talking about talking out loud to my ancestors and spiritual guides helped me a lot. It feels nice to feel heard and protected daily by a force beyond myself. With SYM, you introduced me to great people, especially Leona Nicole Black and Kevin Morosky. I live in predominantly female circles and seeing a black man who has common sense, respects us black women and owning it publicly is really appreciated. So I really want to thank you. 2020 slaps on your chest. <laughs> I feel honoured to follow you. You are literally a godsend. I wish all the best for all of your projects and your beautiful family. Lastly, it only feels right to keep you in my vision board. I will use your Empress photo shoot because it captures your essence and divinity. Thank you again for helping all the baby girls, baby boys and baby non-binaries of this world. A French baby girl. Thank you, French baby girl. And I love that all of you finished a whole sentence with baby boys, baby girls and baby non-binaries because we have to respect all of the people then. So no, thank you so, so much for that. So share your magnificence. Um, weirdly, I ended up being the subject of both and probably it was necessary with me feeling um out of sorts this week but still wanting to remain disciplined and consistent and making sure I got this episode out so two slaps on my chest and many many slaps on you lot's chest because I appreciate all of the support um so that was all lovely let's get into so you mad oh so you mad because madness never sleeps and maybe that's why madness is mad because it just won't get enough sleep so my first so you mad is um 50 cobble also known as 50 cent who's clearly um a waste man um 50 cent has decided that he's got a problem with oprah because oprah is making a documentary about russell simmons and his uh, predat alleged predatory ways and 50 cent is very upset about this and he posted a picture of oprah standing next to russell simmons he posted it on his instagram page 
Twitter says here, 50 Cent says Oprah Winfrey only targets black male celebrities who have been accused of sexual misconduct and assault, but turns a blind eye to white celebs accused of the same thing. The Queen's native posted a photo of Winfrey and Russell Simmons on Instagram on Thursday, December 12th, along with a caption questioning her silence on allegations brought against Harvey Weinstein and convicted paedophile Jeffrey Epstein. Um, I don't understand why Oprah is going after black men, 50 wrote. No Harvey Weinstein, no Epstein, just Michael Jackson and Russell Simmons. That shit is sad. Then he wrote, um, uh, where is it? Hit R. Kelly with a death blow documentary, um, although... um, He's obviously confused Gail with Dream Hampton because it was actually Dream Hampton that made the surviving R. Kelly documentary. Gail just interviewed R. Kelly and he fucked himself up. And he says, um, every time I hear Michael Jackson, I don't know whether to dance or think about the little boy's butts, he continued. These documentaries are publicly convicting their targets. It makes them guilty till proven innocent. 50 also shared a meme collage of Bill Cosby, Epstein, Kevin Spacey, Weinstein um, among the bunch. Um, and he put, there's went to jail, walked, went to jail, walked. And he says, don't you think Oprah noticed how this shit is playing out? It says also, ironically enough, the 44-year-old rapper and TV producer settled beef with Winfrey in 2012. The billionaire former talk show queen who is executive producing an upcoming documentary on rape allegations against Simmons has been criticised over her former friendship with Weinstein and for hosting After Neverland, a TV special featuring the King of Pop's accusers, Wade Robson and James Safechuck, or whatever his name is, and leaving um, leaving Neverland director Dan Reed. So what's funny is that, let me just start with the funny bit, because I obviously I went and commented on 50's um, uh, post when he posted that meme of jail, walked, jail, walked, jail. And he put walked over um, Jeffrey Epstein. And I'm just like, do you, are you not aware that he allegedly uh, uh, killed himself in in jail? Like he's dead. So where did he walk to? He walked into a grave or where, where did he walk to? He walked into hell. What are you talking about? Where did he walk to? He hasn't walked. He went to jail. He went to jail. And because he was going to loud up the ting, they killed him in jail, babes. So at least if you're going to do all of this hyperbole, at least get it right as to who did what. Like he didn't walk, babe. He can't walk anymore. He he hanged, babe. Be, be, be serious. Um, So that just really... <laughs> That really blew my mind. Like you're in your feelings so much, you're not even getting your facts correct. And when I've said this before on the show, but when black men say things like this, yeah, what exactly do you want? Do you want nobody? What 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 is your line of reason? Do you want none of them to go to jail, or do you want all of them to go to jail? Because it's not really clear to me what you're saying. But oftentimes it looks like, well, why are black men going to jail for raping and and abusing young girls and young you know young children why are they going to jail for all of this stuff when um these white people aren't going to jail for it yeah but everybody should be in jail babe everyone all of them should be in jail babe that's the point so but it seems like oh until the white ones are in jail we should leave the black ones out i don't understand what you're saying but babes ultimately this is how white supremacy works that's all you're proving here the fact that nobody asked them to rape nobody asked them to rape so if they've now chosen that they want to rape 
and they're aware of their skin color or some of them who have even changed their skin colors if they've wanted to do that they should be aware that while white supremacy is going to punish them more harshly than their white counterparts that's just the way it is unfortunately and you're talking about oh there's no documentary on um on Weinstein and whatever bare people are making documentaries about Weinstein bare people are why should why should Oprah focus her energy on that when other people are already doing it she's focusing on her energy on the people that who's um who documentaries aren't being made about and who are just as violent just as dangerous that's where she's focusing her energy so all of this false equivalent I don't understand when people are doing this and Weinstein was a powerful motherfucker he was a powerful motherfucker so regardless of how successful you think Oprah is she's still a black woman navigating a very racist world yeah I'm here complaining about my frustrations having to navigate all of these industries what has Oprah's eye seen now a lot of people might not be a fan of Oprah because they have their personal things and I don't know her personally and they say like you know you should never meet your hero she's not I don't have heroes but you get what I'm trying to say with that phrase or whatever um some people say she moves mad I don't know her personally to know how mad she moves but the fact is she would have been dumb to try to speak up about Weinstein at the height of his power because from what I've seen recently she's talked about how he bullied her she's talked about all of that she's spoken about that publicly now but she didn't then because she's not dumb and we also see that of all the people that he denied um um sexually assaulting he only denied Lupita and someone said Salma Hayek but I don't think that because I think he went and even apologised to her I don't think he spoke with um, Lupita in fact he tried to be like well you invited me to come see your show so how could I have done those things to you if you invited me to come and see your show like proper trying to gaslight the ting so he gave all of that energy to the one black um, the, the, the black woman the high profile black woman that came up and spoke about it so what would he have done to Oprah if Oprah had said oh I thought like he bullies me what would have happened to Oprah's career? Would she have her own network now and be doing all of these things now? We don't know because he would have tried his best to ruin her. We saw what happened to Terry Crews, a black man who is higher on the totem pole of all of this fuckery when he got grabbed up by a white man at a party in public and people were still ridiculing him. So what would have happened to Oprah? We see how Monique is being paid significantly less than other white com- like than white comedians and black and um, black male comedians and things like that for her Netflix or whatever special, right? And people are still trying to justify that fuckery. Like the world, the industry doesn't rate black women the way that it should. It does not rate them. So you want now for Oprah to come and stick her neck out and choose one of the most powerful men in the industry to come up against? Are you dumb? Are you dumb? Because you've made your account a meme account and you don't take yourself seriously doesn't mean that other people shouldn't take themselves seriously, okay? Power is working for you. Good. You keep doing that with Tommy and Tasha and them, man. Keep doing that and keep Oprah's name out of your mouth. Why are you vexed that she wants to call out black men who are a danger to children? Why? Why is that such a problem? That Danger to children, danger to women. Why, why, is, that such a, why is that such a problem for you? Because you want for the abuse to continue and for everyone to shut their hell up. Go and fix your relationship with your son. How about that? Go and get your son to love you. Your son that clearly resents you. Go and get your son to love you because you've been such a waste man, dad. Go, instead of focusing on the documentaries that other people are making, go make a documentary about rebuilding a relationship with your son. Go and do that and shut the fuck up. How about that? So now that that's said, I thought I'd get that, get all that off my mind. Um, my next So You Mad... Oh, is the Streatham Hawks 
Streatham Hawks ice hockey team. So Streatham is um, an area in London and they've got an ice hockey team and their manager um, calls herself Lisa Lee on Twitter decided that she was just going to send abuse to Diane Abbott and say some racist things online. And when this was brought to their attention by Shei, Shei Akiwo, when she brought it to their attention, they decided that, no, 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 madness is what we want to do today. And that's what we um, are going to commit ourselves to. So this Lisa Lee has written things like, it was announced that um, a mum, 25, was stabbed to death after altercation involving two vehicles. And it's a um, a white girl's face, a white woman's face. Um, and then somebody else wrote, um, the 13-year-old, if guilty, should never be let out ever. And then Lisa, this um, manager of the Streatham Hawks ice hockey team, wrote, no names of suspects, no use of the word white. So guessing every chance is going to be someone from the feral race. They love taking lives. So by the feral race, this absolute cunt clearly means black people. Clearly. She then um, commented under a tweet of Diane Abbott's and she says, who the fuck would vote for a party with you in it? You're an absolute, she doesn't even spell your properly, but she goes, you're an absolute loose cannon. How about pack it in and look after your wayward son? But babes, you're the one that's online sending people abuse. You and your jagger jagger legs in your fur coat and your straggly blonde hair. You're the one that's online sending people abuse with, with, with your hair that looks like a haystack. It's you that's online sending people abuse with your face that looks like pancake that got stuck on the ceiling. It's you that is online sending people abuse, but you're telling her to go and focus on her wayward son mad but it's that feral race one that got me so anyway it's brought to their attention this streatham ice hockey team like boom your manager she says she's your manager on her profile has been saying these things and their first reaction was to say something along the lines of um they basically said like this is nothing to do with us they said oh thank you for bringing this to our attention yes she is a manager but these are her own views on her own profile and nothing to do with us please do not tag us anymore what the fuck do you mean please do not tag us anymore she's a manager of your ice hockey team where also children come to learn ice hockey as well and you're saying well those are her views no because she's interacting with other humans and she has those views so you need to do something about it like that was clearly written by an unseasoned individual because how can you come with such chess and be like well she wrote it on her page yeah she wrote it on her page on a public platform on a public platform she said such vile vitriolic racist things and she's sending um those types of messages to a black female mp no 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 you can't tell me it's got nothing to do with you because i'm going to show you how it's got everything to do with you so after they got dealt with and people were atting them and really cussing them out, they now came out with a next statement and they were like, oh, um, we've had a chat with her because, you know, that's all it takes. Just a little chat over tea or just a friendly chat with her. And she said she didn't tweet those things. That is clear that her account has been hacked. You absolute complex. Who has time to be hacking your account? For what reason? For what reason are they going to get, I don't know, discount codes to Lipsy? Are they going to get discount codes to to to, 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 to whatever, um, Jane Norman? You know, them, she dresses like she shops at Jane Norman, if that store even still exists. That's what she looks like. Bare boho chic for twelve ninety nine. Um, Just a mess. And like, oh, she, her account has been hacked. No, nobody hacked her account. She wrote that with her entire chest and she went and basically deleted the account because... 
she now felt embarrassed f- for saying the things that she meant with her entire chest. Again, that response still wasn't good enough because we know that nobody fucking hacked her. So they now came back and they wrote, um, we would like to clarify that this account was run by supporters. Um, Streatham Youth, Ice Hockey, whatever, whatever, have now taken over this account. The Streatham Hawks um, manager has been removed with immediate effect. Some comments were posted on her social media site that the club finds extremely racist and offensive. The Streatham Hawks and Streatham Youth Ice Hockey Club are an inclusive club and welcomes members from any race, religion, ethnic background or sexual orientation and will not stand for any sort of racist comments or behaviour. Although these comments were made on Miss Lee's personal account and in no way represent the views of our club we apologize for any offense she has caused we will not tolerate anyone representing our club having racist views or making offensive comments good because your fans who were running the or the supporters who were running that twitter account were clearly idiots and they clearly supported the fuckeries that she was doing i'm glad that you whoever came to come and write that statement came with sense and they got rid of straggly bagley with immediate effect they they got rid of um sticky long stockings they got rid of her with immediate effect because that that's what needs to happen and and that's the energy that all of these people need to be met with now like lose your job if you want to be racist be racist and unemployed how about that like let's do it that way let's do it that way when you're jobless to match you when you're the joblessness that you feel spiritually when you now feel it in the physical realm as well maybe that will get your act together because you can't continue to be interacting with humans and moving this mad we just will not allow it at all so that was that for so you mad and my straw of the week straw of the decade all of them things i've got so many um i think i've got three i'm gonna only read out three from the absolute um pile that i have um this one first hi kelechi may god continue to bless you and your family you change people's lives and give me hope that the entire country might not be going to shit that being said straws for the entire british government shoot straws from cannons that's all i uh, that's all i can say good night and i hope you're having a great friday was when she sent that thank you and my next one Hi Kelechi, love your show and all the work you are putting in. Hopefully I'll be fast enough to get my tickets for the live show next time. I would like to give my straw to all of the people who think black women are made of steel. This is a minor problem, but um, so frustrating. I wanted to get my eyebrows and face waxed. I just had surgery and prior to that, part of the effects of what I needed surgery for was excess hair growth. So now that I'm healed, I thought I would get that done. My sister has a Christmas party and went to the shop we usually go to get our eyebrows done and she said they were rude to her because she asked for the lady that usually does it and the lady also said she could not do an arch so my sister left they are Chinese and I notice always rude to black women even though this is their biggest demographic as they are based in Tottenham so when my sister said that we both agreed not to go back I've been looking for a blacker owned salon so please can you recommend one that is professional and good um so that's um a call to action for you for you lot um I'm not on social media I don't want to be for a while so if you have any recommendations for um black owned salons that do um eyebrow threading waxing and them things hashtag say your mind pod and put your recommendations there and the person who wrote in you go and check hashtag say your mind pod and see if the and see the recommendations that people have given you there so anyway back to the letter 
So my sis went to a um, salon and got her, hers done for like four times the price. I was planning on doing the same, but the place was near her workplace and I did not have time. So I was going to Ilford and decided to pop into a salon in the shopping centre. They are Indian, so I thought would know how to deal with black skin. So I let her start the waxing. It was painful, but I thought it was because I had not done it in a while. Then she proceeded to tell me that my skin is sensitive and that my skin is thin. Sensitive, yes, but thin, no, as I get my eyebrows waxed all of the time. The reason she was telling me this is because she had pulled off my skin while waxing. I was so pissed off as someone who has no scars on their face. I almost cried. She made excuses after excuse, but no apology. I'm not a confrontational person, so I paid and left. Sis, you paid. Okay, cool. So I paid and left. She was not using the right technique and was just ripping off the strips. So also never asked if I had also never asked if I have sensitive skin. So I don't understand why she thinks I did not. It's been a week now and my face is healing because God is good. I don't think I'll be left with a scar. I also have spots in a few places due to that wax and has and as someone that does not get this, I was upset but my skin is getting back to normal. I found out the same thing happened to a friend of mine and it's unacceptable. Why do they think they can do this to people? Um she put the name of the salon, but I won't I won't bait them up. But they're in Ilford, um, on the high road, if that helps you at all. And they're on the second floor, if that helps you, of them all. So don't go there because they're clearly shit and they'll rip off the skin on your face and then tell you that you, your face is the problem, not their fucking shit technique at waxing. Um, absolutely fuck, but there's no way to regulate these people. There's no one regulating these people. That's why they can move mad. They can just go and buy um, um, a wax pot from eBay or, or from Amazon and just start lay, layering on people's faces without any sort of training whatsoever. It's absolutely mad. I'm really sorry that happened to your face and I'm glad that it's healing. So thank you for sending in that straw um, because, yeah, wild, wild. So next then, I think I've got one more, one more straw that I liked. Yeah, here we go. A very late straw of the decade nomination. Hi, Kelechi. I'm really glad the live show went well. I'm sad that I wasn't able to be there, but I know I played myself by flying out of the UK a week before it took place. I'm glad that when I, when listening to the recording, I was reminded of how it's never too late to start again, to only give when your cup, your cup runneth over and to always be on crud. Also, your outfit was banging. I'd also like to wish you a late congratulations on your wedding. Thank you. Speaking of being late, I come to you with a very late nomination for straw of the decade. I want to nominate any black person who's guilty of igniting the diaspora wars. What should be banter about rice and peas versus jollof rice as or how to pronounce plantain has now gone too far. A new season can't seem to pass without someone starting another round of oppression Olympics. Despite having more resources at our fingertips than ever, some people still can't get over the fact that there are black people in this world who aren't just like them. It should go without saying that our black that your blackness isn't measured by your first language, where you were born, or your specific accent. Yet here we are constantly convincing people nonetheless. As someone of Caribbean descent who was born and raised in the UK, and now lives in the US. I'm tired of always being expected to perform certain stereotypes or throw punches in this fight. I've lost count of the amount of fun, day-to-day occurrences or nights out that have been disrupted by these expectations from mostly strangers. I've even had an African-American person hit me 
after assuming I thought I was better than them because I'm not from the States. It's ne- it never gets easier watching black British actors defend their right to be in the American sector of the entertainment industry, if not black immigrants in general defending their rights to just exist in a country outside of their own. Why are we only coming at each other for these preconceived notions and not the white people who created these divisions in the first place? While I recognise uh, while I recognise there's a conversation amongst us to be had about our differences, the way we're going about it is harmful, counterproductive and reinforces way too many elements of white supremacy. What good comes from claiming that you have it worse? What good comes from reducing someone like 21 Savage to dated whitewashed ideas of British culture when he was at risk of getting deported? Why weaponize the fact that you know more about your ancestry than others or vice versa why spit on Africa as a continent one minute only to appropriate and perform a parody of what you think African culture is the moment it's trending to do so Daniel Kaluuya summed up the problem best when responding to the backlash from him being in Get Out he said in order to prove that I can play this role I have to be I have to open up about the trauma that I've experienced as a black person I have to show off my struggle so that people accept that I'm black by buying into this rhetoric we are buying into a belief that there's a hierarchy amongst the diaspora one that implies that those who've endured the most trauma are gatekeepers of the black experience it's bad enough that society already equates blackness with with said trauma if not with only being African-American. We shouldn't let a lack of nuanced media representation justify us fortifying some of the same beliefs. I want to also extend this nomination to any black person who's a misogynist, transphobic, homophobic, fatphobic, or a fucking Tory. You perfectly described recently why voting against our best interests doesn't give you an advantage. So... There's no need to go into why. Not long before writing this, I rewatched the clip of Miss Jamaica winning Miss World and how Miss Nigeria became her hype woman without question. It sums up perfectly what happens when we celebrate our differences. It also emphasises that we can all have our things. I look forward to the day we can stop arguing over nuances in our culture and uh, that we cannot change. In the upcoming decade, I wish for diaspora celebrations uh, that are more common than not, more compassion and more self-education on black cultures outside of our own. That was beautiful. Thank you, Bab. That was lovely. Thank you, love. Thank you, love. So my final um, straw of the week, my personal straw of the week goes out to Eniola Aluko. You would have heard me speak in support of her a couple of times, at least on this podcast. Um, Any was the England women's football captain at one point. Um, Yeah, football captain, I did say that. Or soccer, as some of you lot, some of you wayward lot like to call it. Um, She spoke out against racism that um, she experienced and another teammate experienced at the hands of um, their then coach, Mark Sampson. And obviously the vultures that she works um, with, that place she plays football with, uh, predominantly white women um, and couple mixed race girl, um, they didn't support her. In fact, when they um, were playing was it the World Cup qualifiers? When they were playing one football match, they all ran and hugged him. And I just thought that made me sick, even looking at that image. It made me incredibly sick. So I've always spoken out in support of any um, Aluko because black women just striving for excellence in any field, it feels like an upward, um, an upstream kind of battle. I was supportive of her 
up until the day after the elections. That was Friday. Old girl jumped online. She jumped on Twitter, stretched her thumbs out and she typed the following. Woke up an optimist, Kanye voice. If Boris can lead as, as he did as London mayor, absent of all the divisive toxicity, then we move forward. Fundamentally, Brexit won again. Let's get on with it. And yes, my hand quivered over the ballot box. The most important part of that tweet is, and yes, my hand quivered over the ballot box. Because if you don't know what she's referring to, when... Um, when what's his name that higgy hagar that 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 expired mop bucket um boris johnson when he gave his um victory speech he said you know he he welcomed a lot of new people that voted conservative and he basically said i know for a lot of you who haven't voted conservative before maybe you were scared maybe your hand quivered over the ballot box So she's basically letting us know that she voted for Boris Johnson. She voted for the Conservatives by using that same reference that her hand quivered over the ballot box. This is partly the reason I'm tired because I jump on this mic weekly and I speak out in support of black women in support of women, just in support of blackness, whatever. I just come out here and I try to speak up in support of humanity, right? And of just of people. So it hurts my feelings. I know it's nothing personal. She doesn't know me, but it really hurts my feelings knowing that we're out here doing all of this stuff to support a woman like her, yeah? And she's actually going out there and voting against all of our interests. Like she's gone and voted for the Conservatives for what fucking reason? For what fucking reason would you go and do such? And then people were trying to like reason with her, like, sis, he was a shit mayor. This was the same guy that wanted to order water cannons, water cannons to deal with the riots, the riots that were started because the police, as far as I'm concerned, unlawfully killed Mark Duggan right that's why the riots started the the disenfranchisement of 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 blackness in this country of black youth in this country police brutality the disproportionate stop and searches like the youth were exhausted everybody was tired the black youth were tired right so this motherfucker to deal with that not so much speaking with people addressing that him and david lammy thought yeah 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 it's these single parent families these single mothers raising these hooligans yeah 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 let's get water cannons and blast them is what then boris johnson decided would be the best way to deal with all of this water cannons babe water cannons he was a shit london mayor he was fucking shit at it so you're saying that you want him to lead london the way you want him to lead the uk the way that he led london he didn't lead babe he was fucking shit at his job and you want him to now be shit at this and you went and voted what dick are you getting that made you feel like that was a good idea who convinced you that that was a good idea i don't know your sexual orientation so i'm not even gonna you know speculate but whatever juices that you were taking in from somebody's genitalia is obviously fucked with your brain because you thought that this was this was a smart move to make and you even thought it was smarter to come online and let us know the day after where people are smarting from the pain of it all when people are feeling dejected you came online to come and say well ha 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 this is what i did and when people are saying to you babes he was a shit mayor you're like well we could talk about the pros and cons of every leader no 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 this isn't a game this isn't a game of our a mere difference in opinion this is our lives people's lives are at risk people's lives are at risk you should know you're a female footballer you're not getting paid enough to be this delusional 
you're, you're not paid enough to be disillusional. And where are you pay, playing now? Is it Juventus? So I'm sure as hell you're not getting paid enough to be disillusional. The very fact that you're not being paid well speaks to the sexism and the, the, the racism that you are facing. The fact that Mark Sampson could treat you and your fellow teammate in the way that he treated you speaks to this vote that you've just put in. You've basically certified that you want more years of the same racism, the same racist sexism that you've been facing, the same misogynoir. You want more years of that. Like you went and put your vote in for more suffering. Is everything all right at home? How is your mum making jollof rice? Which kind of rice is she using that's fucked you up in this way? Like, what makes you think that this was a valid thing to do? Why would you throw your fellow black people under the bus in this way? Why would you throw other marginalised communities under the bus in this way? Why would you think that that was a viable thing to do? Why would you think that that was a cool thing to do? Change your friends. Change your life. Something isn't quite right with how you're moving. And that's why... For me, as somebody who's spoken up in support of you, I want you to suck your mum. I want you to suck your mum because you basically have slapped me in the face. I've been out here using my podcast to speak and support you for the for the things that you're facing and saying how unfair it was. And maybe this is why them man said that them them man said that you're not a good team player. I know that they were talking about it in terms of white supremacy because you were probably weren't doing things their way, but you're not doing our th- your things our way either. So it seems like you're some kind of lone ranger, some rebel without a cause that's just doing whatever the fuck you like but on this occasion the fuck that you like to do is benefiting white supremacy and for that reason I cannot fuck with you I will continue to reference the bad treatment that you received the vile treatment that you received when speaking out about the racist behavior of Mark Sampson when he was your coach but as for you as an individual your bad vibes your bad vibes your absolutely bad vibes yeah because you shouldn't as a black woman you've basically proven yourself to be an op you're an op out here and we don't respect it we don't respect it at all you failed no more cookouts for you no more nothing for you no more nothing 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 and nobody will suggest to you good places to go and get your wig secured nobody's going to sub- t- tell you when your closure isn't quite right nobody's going to tell you when your leave out isn't matching the weave on your head nobody's going to help you with any of that anymore nobody's going to tell you when your elbows are moisturized you don't deserve to be in the inner circle because you clearly want to move like an ashy person and so we'll let you remain ashy no more support out here until you come and rectify your behavior but i'll never trust it because maybe you're just saying it for public approval anyway she's um, turned her profile on private because she wants to double down on her fuckery so my straw of this year well it goes out to you girl you're not a baby girl baby girls don't be- behave in such disgusting ways baby girls don't throw fellow baby people under the bus for their own i don't know instant gratification i don't know what gratification you would get from from voting in a conservative government like fam do you not realize that it was them in power that that led to the the, the fire the Grenfell fire like um and and the fact that people haven't even been rehoused the victims haven't been rehoused like are you not deeping any of this whatsoever are you not deeping the Windrush scandal is it because you're Niger that you don't see it or because you're one of them upper middle class Nigerian babes you think you're better than all of this nah babe we're all in the same boat together and you can start drilling holes in a boat if you want to to make us all sink but you know what's going to happen now we're going to throw you the fuck off get off the fucking boat because you don't know how to behave get the fuck off Yeah, so straw of the year goes out to you because you're a prick and you don't know how to behave like a black queen and we have no time for such trash. So anyway, that's it for this week's episode of 
SYM. I have been Kalechi Okafor. This has been SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What. That's right, suck your mum. If you want to send me letters, send it to sym at kalechiokafor.com. Follow at kalechnikoff or at Say Your Mind Pod. Um, if you know Naomi Campbell, tell her to holler at me. Um, if you know Eve personally, tell her to holler at me. That's Eve from Rough Riders back in the day. Yeah, tell her to holler at me. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Like I said, I don't know if I'll be making um, another episode this year, but if I decide that I will and I feel in better spirits, then we'll see about that. Anyway, peace. It's the Ben's Brunani woman is baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this. Baby, sit down, sit down, receive this realness. Make sure your cup's ready for the tea, we are gonna sip it, yo. Hard time scrolling for your long shorts. You might learn something you never know. Collect you find, and she's one of a kind. Don't say you mind, say you mind.